Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, February 24th, 2023. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. Ashley and I are really rounding out the week in the craziest way. We, oh, God. Like, it, Busy ladies. Yeah, it's it's been like a, a nuts week. I don't know how everybody else in the world is feeling, but I feel Disgusting. like um, cocaine there. <laughs> I mean, always. That's kind of my permanent mood, but what can yeah. you do? It's been one week since you looked at me. It's been busy, just yeah. in all the worst ways, I think. Yes, uh, to- today, Today's pretty nice, though. We're doing pretty good. I mean, yesterday I saw on Twitter that the New York City Center posted like do you want some more? And it was like a little picture of porridge, like a little emoji. And I was like, no. okay, tomorrow we're getting a casting announcement. Gruel, yeah. please. <laughs> I figured we were getting a casting announcement and we totally have. So the New York City Center Encore's production of the classic Lionel Bart musical, Oliver! Exclamation point, uh, will play <laughs> um, May 3rd through the 14th. And we finally have... Um, some information on that. So yes, we do. This is brought to you by artistic director Lear de Bassinet uh, with choreography by Lauren Latero. And now the cast is pretty complete as far as like principles are concerned because we've got Tony nominee Lily Cooper starring as Nancy. We got four-time Tony nominee Raul Esparza as Fagan. Mm-hmm. We've got Tam Mutu as Bill Sykes. We've got Brad Oscar, two-time Tony nominee as yes. Mr. Bumble, Benjamin Pajak. Um, as uh, Oliver Twist himself, the, the titular, titular twist. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and three-time Tony nominee Mary Testa as Widow Corny. It's a pretty yes, please. stacked room. I love When's it. When's the last time we saw Raul Esparza on the stage, by the way? Was this um, seared? I have to think it was seared. I've lost track of the order. The last two things I saw him in were Roadshow at Off Center, so another City Center's thing, or uh, seared, which I think seared was after that. Uh, he needs to be on the stage more, obviously, because uh, notable Raul Esparza fan here. I think this cast is amazing. Amazing. I'm so, so excited about it. I mean, Raul and Lily and Brad Oscar, who I adore, Mary Testa, of course, amazing, and can't wait to see Benjamin in the lead role as well. Going to be a good time. I I am an Oliver fan. It often slips by my... We yeah. <laughs> I love that. No, I love that. It, it often slips by my brain as like, a musical I forget I love, but it's also the second musical I was ever in a pit band for back in high school mm. a thousand years ago. So I'm, you know, it's, it's got a special connection in my heart. It's a fun score to play. That's beautiful. Well, I love Thanks. that. New York City yeah. Center. Hey, call Actually, me if you need a clarinet slash read one player. <laughs> Specific. Um, so we yeah. have big Broadway news um, as far as like casting announcements because it's so funny that everybody was predicting who the next Satine was going to be after Ashley Lauren like posted yeah. that she would be departing the show. Yeah. And everybody and their their mom had like an idea and I've known this Everyone was for a minute, wrong, so. I think. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. but I, I it was so funny because every time I would hear the rumors, I was like Oh, you're really off, and yeah, that's really cool because this is going to be fun. Uh, yeah, it's not a predictable casting decision, which I love, especially when it's a good casting de- decision, which I think this is. Yeah, this is going to be great. So, platinum-selling singer-songwriter JoJo Joanna um, Levitt—I've never heard her last name said. Levesque. I but think we, that's, she is yeah. the artist known as JoJo. Um, she will be making JoJo, her Broadway yeah. debut um, in the Tony-winning Moulin Rouge beginning April 11th at the Al Hirschfeld Theater. Her JoJo Satine yeah. will play 14 weeks limited engagement through July 16th. 
Um, and it, she will star opposite of Derek Klinna because Ashley Lauren and Tony winner Aaron Tveit will depart as Satine and Christian on April 9th. They're out of here. So she yeah. will take in the, the next week, which is really exciting that her and Klinna are going to get to build these roles together. They're both, you know, vets, but they're also like, they will get to actually have their Satine and Christian and not somebody coming into the other Satine and Christian. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, Ex- no, totally. Like, already kind of done that, but. It's yeah. kind of, it's a fresh start, essentially, of when two people leave and two new people come in. Uh, and there's not really like, okay, I'm immediately having to kind of fill the role based on what the other person has like it has been working with so it's nice when two actors come in simultaneously have a clean slate can kind of make the characters who they want them to be and for jojo here i don't know has she done anything this is obviously her broadway debut but i don't I'm not familiar with any kind of acting credentials. I think yeah, Matt's that she she's been that. on The Masked Singer where she was great, which of course Matt would know. Yeah, but no, no, no. She was in the Robin Williams film. I think it was like RV or like Family Trip. It was like one of those like, okay. comedies yeah, um, where he, she played his that. daughter. So yeah, she's definitely no like stranger to being on screen. Um, but I'm excited that we're kind of getting to marry her acting and her musical uh, roles in this way. And she's been like blowing up on TikTok more. It's great. I would say she's been really busy on social media. And I think she was also another one of those people that had like really rough conservatorship slash, um, you know, control of their own catalog, if I remember correctly. I think she was another one of those people that was in the same boat as like Kesha and Britney and is escaping that. But I could be wrong. I'll look that up. One could say to that, get out, leave right now. Nice. You don't know, Love you it. know. You know. You obviously know because <laughs> you probably heard the song on the radio 18 billion times a day if you it's were a part of the odds. That song like is me. not in the show. Yeah. I know. It, Put it, it in. It would make sense if it were. <laughs> Put, Put it, it in as a curtain like, call or something at the very paying least. paying like a million royalties for these songs. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Max Martin's got enough going on. So all that being said, we've got some more Broadway news because we have full cast and design team announcement for Fat Ham. Their box office just opened like two days ago. I was posting about it because I need everyone to run to that box office. I'm thrilled for this Pulitzer Prize winning yes, comedy, please. Fat Ham by James Imes. It's it's going to, it really is going to knock your socks off if you haven't already we seen it. it. Ashley we and I have it seen very it. Much. And yeah. We cannot shut the fuck up about it. Um, so <laughs> Never. all that being said, yeah. Joining the previously announced complete original off-Broadway cast are R.J. Foster, Marquis D. Gibson, Alexandria Lewis, Matthew Elijah Webb, and Rima Webb. So all of these people will be playing nice. um, the varying understudy roles uh, because we do have the complete um, off-Broadway cast there as well. And then joining the creative team are Lisa Kopsky, who will be uh, the fight director, Sadiq Hurd as associate director, Abdur Jackson, associate choreographer, and so on and so forth. So we're Good really stuff. excited to see all these associates in lighting and design and all those departments that they were announced together oh, yeah. in conjunction with the Off-Broadway to Broadway company. Can't wait to see it again. Absolutely can't, can't wait, wait to, see, wait to see, it see it. Yeah, can't wait to see it on a Broadway stage and see how it translates because obviously at the public, very different feel than what we're going to have gonna on Broadway. There's going to be a party at the American Airlines Theater. Everybody's invited <laughs> to the barbecue. Damn. Right. These people like Grace, calm down. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, on February 22nd, Actors Equity Association published a report that is now just starting to circle everywhere, um, talking about the hiring bias and wage gaps for union members in 2021. Um, the report kind of like tracks 
new equity contracts, average salaries of those contracts, and how the, that data is kind of organized by race, gender, age, sexual orientation. And they kind of determined that like a lot of the intersectionality and hiring biases um, are contributing to those wage gaps. And um, Kate Schindel, who's the equity president, stated, in order to make progress, we know it's critical to recognize how identity interacts with access. To that end, this year's report takes a closer look at a few specific intersectional categories. So I, I'm glad that you published this, but it is oh, yeah. challenging. Yeah, of course it's challenging. And I mean, we kind of, you, you know, this is the newest report of this kind. We usually get a few different reports from different organizations throughout the years. And they're usually at least a year behind. This is two years behind in this case, because that's how you collect data. Um I don't know that there's anything really <laughs> surprising in terms of like hiring biases and therefore wage gap that's so built into the industry at this point. But I hope having this out in print and accessible means that it becomes more amplified, even though it should already be amplified. But what can you do? This is more of a transparency diagnosis. Yeah. So moving on into some TV and film worlds, um, in Mean Girls, the musical, the, the movie, Am I saying this correctly? <laughs> yeah. Um, the, colon, the Girls, sequel, the, musical, the, movie, the series. The squeakle, the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The exactly. movie, the musical. Um, so we all know that Mean Girls, the musical, is coming to screens. We've announced initial casting. But Page Six released an article that said Lindsay Lohan, Rachel McAdams, and Amanda Seyfried, and Lacey Chabert all agreed to return for the new Mean Girls movie. So they were on board. You know, Tim Meadows and Tina Fey have already been announced to be a part of the show. But they basically have stalled in their negotiations because Paramount's offer to them was, quote, disrespectful, like their money offer for all of them to join. Come on. Like, this sucks. I want them to be in it. I do, too. I feel like everyone wants them to be in it. And obviously, there'll be, you know, some little cameos, essentially. But we just talked about like to be the moms. Yeah, of course. You know, we just talked about Tina Fey and Tim Meadows returning for it. And that obviously is very exciting and needs to happen. I can't imagine having this new movie and not having cameos from (laughs) the original four. So I hope, you know, things are figured out. It's always hard to tell, especially when something was reported by page six, what exactly a disrespectful offer looks like. What is that? Um, And was it disrespectful for all parties? Yeah, Was it only disrespectful to like Lacey Chabert and Rachel McAdams? Like we're not sure. Very possible. One of them could have been offered significantly more money than the other three, which uh, you could probably guess which one would be in that position but who knows i hope everything gets worked out i hope everyone gets paid what they deserve and we get all the facets of the new mean girls movie i just need rachel mcadams to be in the yeah. audience during the santa baby bit oh my god please yes yes please god like like juicy couture sweatsuit boobs up oh. like i just need it long live That's long exactly. long live those aughts baby Long live it. Uh, so moving on to more uh, TV from film, Ashley Park. You may remember her from Mean Heard Girls. Hello, yeah, hello. <laughs> she has now joined the cast along with Meryl Streep, joining Meryl Streep, who knew that I would be saying those words, to Hulu's Only Murders in the Building for season three. She's going to play Kimber, a Broadway ingenue. What's right. weird about this is that Ashley this year with Emily in Paris 
Yeah. And all the clips of her singing, like, is it built in the, into the contracts at this point? She's like, yeah, I'm not I doing think TV so. unless I'm singing. <laughs> I would hope so because she's very good at what she does. Uh, it's also yeah. probably to say we're looking for a Broadway person who could sing this role. And Ashley Park is like, I'm here. Put me in everything. And Nathan Lane's that. over here like, hold on. What? Yeah, right. Well, Nathan Lane doesn't sing anymore, please. Unless he's asked by Stephen Sondheim. Rest in peace. Ah, frogs. Anyways, we finally uh, we we finally have some more um, footage, and we have a song that we want to talk about for our recommendations. So there's a new Swedish yep. trailer that dropped. Speaking of um, the man himself, Marathon Digital is slaying, no pun intended, um, all of those promotional trailers. And Josh Groban's Twitter is where Ashley has it linked in the show notes there. True. And then we also have a first song that has been released on Broadway World from Shucked. We've Shucked. been waiting. It's Maybe Love, Maybe guys. The the country music duo, um, Brandy Clark, like these people are incredible musicians. They're incredible songwriters. I can't stop talking about how good the music is going to be for this show. So the fact that they're they have already released the marketing's a song, been really great too. I must say it's been very funny. I want yeah. those funnies to translate into dollar signs for yes, the show. Please. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, absolutely. As as we've noted before, like. Marketing can be brilliant and marketing can be like atrocious. It can, it, it can or even it, worse, it, mediocre. <laughs> but yeah, is no, that yeah, translating definitely. to the box office? Sometimes, totally. not always, sometimes never. You know what I mean? So I'm yep. I'm excited for whatever this push is to to help facilitate it because I can't go to a subway right now and not see it. Yes. Are you seeing it everywhere? <laughs> oh yeah. Well yeah. nowhere near where I live because nothing's been updated in seventeen thousand years. Uh-huh. But yeah, certainly like when I'm in Midtown or one of the more funded subway stations, absolutely. Do I have you, to say, yeah. It's a great song. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to it like yeah, right before we started. They're amazing songwriters. It's of course, yeah, and just but I was surprised and taken aback because again, I don't really because you had nothing know to compare it to. to ex- I don't have anything to compare it to other than previous work, but also just like I don't know what to fully expect from this, other than I'm excited about it and looking forward to it because I think it's going to be a really good time. So to get a song that's so beautiful and tender and lovely, I'm like, oh. This is going to mm-hmm. be really good, I hope. Yeah. And I'm again, excited. I'm it biased. sounds really pretty. My friend Caroline and yeah. Rickler is making her Broadway debut. I cannot wait to see her in it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's going to be fantastic. But on that note, thank you all listening for today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me on all the social media platforms for the time being at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. Y'all, sorry about these weird audio problems, but I hope you've had a beautiful week. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and we will be there to talk to you on Monday.